2: now
3: Thank you
4: All right, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Red Pill News. I hope you guys are having a lovely day. Obviously, I had to take Occam's Razor off yesterday, and unfortunately, I also have to take it off tomorrow. I had appointments out of town. There's nothing I can do about it. There's just no way that it would work with the amount of driving that I have to do. But I am going to be doing some videos, and this video today has some special treats in it. We're going to be talking, first of all, about the sentencing of Ghislaine Maxwell, but most importantly, what might come as a result of that, and... We're even going to look at some mainstream media sources that are suggesting she do the unthinkable. Well, the unthinkable to her co-conspirators and to the Johns that she and Epstein and so many others were running these illegal trafficking operations with. And then we're going to be talking about the testimony of Cassidy Hutchinson. What did she say? What is the reaction to it? But most importantly, who is she? And we've got some surprises up our sleeves in regard to that. So do me a favor, sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back after this. A new study reveals that nearly 50% of adults think that vision loss is the worst possible health outcome. That's right. Losing your vision is worse than losing a limb, losing your hearing, losing your speech, or even your memory. It's crazy. More adults would rather lose their memory than lose their eyesight. The things you need in your body to keep your eyesight nice and healthy simply cannot be produced there. The only way you can get it is if you get it through your diet or if you get it in some other way, such as supplementing it with vitamins. That's it. You need eye vitamins. And the eye vitamins you need to maintain your healthy eyesight and support your vision are available in this amazing new pill. This amazing product helps protect your eyes against the blue light that's emitted from your phone and computer screens. And simultaneously, it supports visual contrast, eye processing speed, glare recovery, cognitive function, and so much more. I'm teaming up with the creators behind this incredible vitamin so you can get your vision strengthened and receive up to 51% off your order. Just click the link below or simply go to visionwithred.com. Order yours today and get it delivered directly to your doorstep. And remember, when you support my sponsors, you support this channel.
5: Epstein's ladies making headlines this evening. Ghislaine Maxwell, Epstein's longtime partner, was sentenced to 20 years in prison today for conspiring to sexually abuse minors. But if you thought this saga was over, think again. Because apparently, there might be a third conspirator involved. With the government saying in an August 2020 letter, quote, the investigation into the conduct of the defendant, in this case, and other possible co-conspirators of Jeffrey Epstein, remains active. The full scope and details of that investigation, however, have not been made public. So why hasn't this been made public? Why is the government protecting this mystery person? Does anybody even care about getting to the bottom of this? Sure doesn't look like it. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that James Comey's daughter is the lead prosecutor on this case. Is she trying to protect somebody? Is this another blackmail situation? Her father's very familiar with the art of blackmail. And where is the January 6th style committee to get to the bottom of all this? Where are the federal prosecutors? I mean, they go after the mafia, much more aggressive than this. They should be pressing Epstein's associates to squeal. Instead, one of the perps is dead, and then the other is behind bars. Case closed. That's it. We're not gonna let this go away like that. The Fed seized videos and computers for like six estates. They know who's on those videos. They're not knocking on doors. They're not calling any of these people. They're just gonna stop this investigation like that. or. Are they going to keep this footage as blackmail material and do what the feds do best? We'll see how it plays. All right. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking around. So first of all,
4: obviously, I want to start out with Ghislaine Maxwell. That clip that I just played was from Jesse Waters last night and was provided by Carly Bond. Carly, thank you very much for diligently getting the best clips from Fox News so that we all don't have to watch it. Now, the real question here is, what is Ghislaine Maxwell's next move gonna be? Because yesterday she was finally sentenced for her crimes committed with Jeffrey Epstein and unnamed co-conspirators. What I thought was really interesting is that Jesse Waters is here asking who is this mystery third co-conspirator, and we learn that there is still an ongoing investigation and that the Department of Justice is aware of at least one additional person who was deeply involved in the trafficking of young women and young girls with Jeffrey Epstein, certainly Jean-Luc Brunel, but he's dead. So now Ghislaine Maxwell is the last one alive that we have a name for. Now, of course, Bill Clinton was widely reported to be a frequent traveler on Jeffrey Epstein's Lolita Express and Ray Chandler who I have done a video on a long time ago when we got a ton of pictures and information on the boards regarding her. Ray Chandler has been long rumored to be someone who could be a potential co-conspirator as well. She certainly fits the bill. She was a young ingenue, a model of sorts, and certainly she ran her own modeling agency with a lot of really odd photographs of young kids in some strange and compromising positions. Ray Chandler is somebody I've always thought could come up as a co-conspirator for Epstein and Maxwell and certainly somebody who could testify as to the things she saw, such as this picture taken right here with Bill Clinton on Lolita Express. But what's really interesting to me is that now that Ghislaine Maxwell has received 20 years in prison, of what is she's in her early 60s, uh, so by the time she gets out, if she gets out and serves her full sentence, she'll be in her 80s. This could conceivably be a life sentence for someone like her, but I tend to think she's in pretty good health, and I also think there is a strong possibility that she may not serve that full 20 years. And that could be because Ghislaine Maxwell, looking at that decades-long sentence, May be willing to start naming names. And what I found fascinating is that Newsweek, a major mainstream publication who has written articles kind of poo pooing the idea that there is a uh, grand child trafficking conspiracy taking place within the annals and the halls of the elites of America and the world, they're saying that she might need to start naming names if she wants to shave some years off her sentence. Now, is this a case of Newsweek uh, kind of throwing the people? They know to be guilty to the wolves, but a 20 year sentence uh, handed down by Judge Allison Nathan could essentially give Ghislaine Maxwell the rest of her life behind bars. Generally speaking, people will uh, cop to plea deals before they get to this point. Uh, But I don't think the DOJ would tell Ghislaine Maxwell they don't want to know the people that she was running these children all around the world with. So if she was willing to name some other people, high profile people, People, uh, that were involved in this scheme, it is conceivable that she could get some time off. And as Jesse Waters says, they have all of the blackmail material. We've known this for years, guys. That was one of the first things we asked about. Of course, Jeffrey Epstein kept copious records. He ran not only a child trafficking operation, but a blackmail scheme, which allowed him to operate with impunity out there in the world. He was either doing it for himself, doing it for the betterment of his business, or what I consider to be most likely. He was already running a blackmail operation for the feds, one agency or another, certainly the CIA, most likely Mossad, and I'm sure that there were some other black budget operations that Jeffrey Epstein was involved with uh, that maybe haven't even been recorded. But the point here is that the feds have everything. So if they wanted to go after these co-conspirators, they could have already done it. Perhaps they're waiting for Ghislaine Maxwell to come out and say it publicly because then it gives them the okay to go after whichever of these elites in the United States government and abroad are specifically involved in the child trafficking operation. So. We're waiting to see what happens with Ghislaine Maxwell. I personally have said many times in the past, I don't expect her to be okay with spending 20 years behind bars. We've already gotten reports from a cellmate of hers there at MCC that they were offered money to kill Ghislaine in her sleep. This is going to end up being another Epstein- Hillary Clinton situation, if Ghislaine Maxwell doesn't want to protect herself and wants to take her chances behind bars, what do you think Ghislaine would do? I think Ghislaine is going to be willing to sing like a bird. This is the smartest thing she should do if she goes and speaks to the authorities and gives them the names of every single person that was involved. Because, I mean, they already know. They just need the confirmation if they want to come out and do it publicly and not be pilloried in the public square. The DOJ could take down whoever they want. Ghislaine Maxwell could make sure that that becomes a reality. Now let's move on to Cassidy Hutchinson. So with the announcement of the death of Michael Stringer this week, and then simultaneously the announcement that there was going to be this surprise uh, January 6th committee witness yesterday, there was a lot of speculation as to who was going to come out, what were they going to say, what was this testimony going to entail? Well, At the end of the day, it really ended up being a big nothing burger because it was a low-level staffer named Cassidy Hutchinson. Now, she made some pretty outrageous claims against Donald Trump, and of course, if they were true, then they would be newsworthy. But we're going to get into the veracity of these claims in this segment. So Liz Cheney, of course, is looking for any kind of gotcha moment where she can trot out somebody who's going to say something damning and criminal about President Trump. So what did Cassidy Hutchinson say? Well, she testified that Trump was aware that certain January 6th rally attendees had weapons and were wearing body armor. She also claimed that President Trump lunged at a Secret Service agent while he was shouting demands. And she said that President Trump reached toward the front of the vehicle and grabbed the steering wheel when Secret Service agent Bobby Engel grabbed Trump's arms and took his hands off of the steering wheel. Wow. Shocking stuff. It doesn't really sound like the President Trump. I know. She also said that when President Trump lunged at Bobby Engel, the Secret Service agent in question, that President Trump grabbed him around his neck area. Uh, now, of course, after this testimony, you would imagine that if one of these people who were a part of this scenario with President Trump, they'd want to come forward. They'd want to speak to the January 6th committee. Well, it turns out that they actually do. It looks like the Secret Service agents who were allegedly involved in this altercation with President Trump are very willing to come forward and testify. So Peter Alexander on Twitter says, a source close to the Secret Service tells me both Bobby Engle, the lead agent, and the presidential limousine SUV driver are prepared to testify under oath that neither man was assaulted and that Mr. Trump never lunged for the steering wheel. What's even more hilarious is that if she had witnessed President Trump acting in such bad behavior and she didn't like President Trump, then why was she planning to go work at Mar-a-Lago after January 6th, 2021? That's something that doesn't reconcile. Now, she made some other claims. Uh, She states that President Trump angrily threw his lunch when he learned that Bill Barr said the DOJ found no evidence of election fraud. She said that President Trump threw dishes several times and flipped tablecloths During her testimony she claimed, I left the office and went down to the dining room, and I noticed the door was propped open, and the valet was inside the dining room, changing the tablecloth off the dining room table. He motioned for me to come in, and then pointed towards the front of the room near the fireplace mantel and the TV, where I first noticed there was a ketchup dripping from the wall and there's a shattered porcelain plate on the floor. She said she had to clean up after President Trump from this incident. Also stating, the valet had articulated that the president was extremely. Angry at the Attorney General's AP interview and had thrown his lunch against the wall. I grabbed a towel and started wiping the ketchup off the wall to help the valet out. Let's take a look at her testimony.
6: Around the time that I understand the AP article went live, I remember hearing noise coming from down the hallway, so I poked my head out of the office. I saw the valet walking towards our office. He had said get the chief down to the dining room. The president wants him. So Mark went down to the dining room and came back to the office a few minutes later. After Mark had returned, I left the office and went down to the dining room and I noticed that the door was propped open and the valet was inside the dining room changing the tablecloth off of the dining room table. He motioned for me to come in and then pointed towards the front of the room near the fireplace mantel and the TV where I first noticed... There was ketchup dripping down the wall, and there's a shattered porcelain plate on the floor. The valet had articulated that the president was extremely angry at the attorney general's AP interview and had thrown his lunch against the wall.
4: So from the
6: content of Cassidy
4: Hutchinson's statements and the testimony we briefly watched right there, It appears that she is not giving any firsthand accounts of things she witnessed in the White House, only what are uh, supposedly secondhand accounts of things that other people witnessed that she was told. Now, this is important because Cassidy Hutchinson was under oath when she testified yesterday. So the content of her testimony is only what other people told her to say. That could become very important at some time in the future. It's rare to find a remedy that delivers more physical and mental benefits like C60 Evo. Their ESS60 is a breakthrough technology that offers benefits to thousands of customers. I sleep deeper and wake up feeling more refreshed and energized than ever before. I think more clearly and I feel 15 years younger using this product. They've got a proven track record and my recommendation too. Purchase C60 Evo and enjoy the incredible benefits yourself. Check out their website in the description below, c60evo.com forward slash redpill78. Use my special link and my code redpill78 and get 10% off your order. And remember, when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. Now, of course, after Cassidy Hutchinson testified, President Trump had to come out and give his own statement. Uh, He said... I hardly know who this person, Cassidy Hutchinson, is other than I heard very negative things about her, a total phony and a leaker. And when she requested to go with certain others of the team to Florida after my having served a full term in office, I personally turned her request down. Why did she want to go with us if she felt we were so terrible? I understand that she was also very upset and angry that I didn't want her to go or be a member of the team. She is bad news. President Trump responding to some of these specific accounts from Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony. He says, I never complained about the crowd. It was massive. I didn't want or request that we make room for people with guns to
7: watch my speech. Who would ever want that? Not me.
2: Order now
1: flare.com.
4: Besides, there were no guns found or brought into the Capitol building, so where were all these guns? But sadly, a gun was used on Ashley Babbitt, with no price to pay against the person who used it. He continues on, saying, her fake story that I tried to grab the steering wheel of the White House limousine in order to steer it into the Capitol building is sick and fraudulent, very much like the unselect committee itself. Wouldn't even have been possible to do such a ridiculous thing. Her story of me throwing food is also false, and why would she have to clean it up. I hardly knew who she was. And then he says she changed lawyers a couple of days ago and with it, her story totally changed. Shocker. Now, who is her new lawyer? Well, that would be this man right here, Jody Hunt. Jody Hunt previously worked at the Department of Justice under Jeff Sessions. And he, in response to that claim from Peter Alexander that the Secret Service agents are willing to testify because what she said happened didn't actually happen, Jody Hunt says Mitch Hutchinson testified Under oath and recounted what she was told. So secondhand accounts, like I said, those with knowledge of the episode also should testify under oath. If these incidents that Miss Hutchinson describes are true. If she is not lying under oath, then certainly the people who recounted these stories to her could come forward and testify from their own firsthand information. But the problem is, I don't believe they're true. And if these other people have to come forward to testify, then that would mean they would be perjuring themselves. Is this an opportunity for White Hats to inject Fake information into these January 6th hearings and fully discredit them. As I stated earlier, the January 6th committee, certainly the cabal seeking to ensure Donald Trump never comes back and is never able to hold office in the United States again. They are so thirsty for fake criminal actions perpetrated by President Trump that they would be willing to inject this false testimony so that they could attempt to use it against him. But by doing so, they would completely discredit themselves and the concept that President Trump was a criminal president from the get-go. It would vindicate President Trump, and it would show what we've been saying all along, that this is nothing more than a conspiracy by a group of interested parties who seek to ensure President Trump is never able to return. President Trump says Cassidy Hutchinson's story changed just a matter of days ago when Jody Hunt took over. And Jody Hunt agrees with me that, yeah, these people should come in and testify to the January 6th committee. That would make the most sense. But it seems to me that the January 6th committee is hungry to get anything they can on President Trump. And they're totally willing to accept and broadcast testimony that is both fraudulent and secondhand, not even the testimony of people who actually witnessed any type of bad behavior on behalf of President Trump. And it gets worse for the January 6th committee. It would appear that someone has lied to them and they have put that lie on television in an attempt to destroy President Trump. It looks like there are some very specific points of Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony that can be easily disproven. Now, remember, she was told that President Trump was being driven back to the White House and tried to grab the wheel and turn it over to the Capitol building. But it looks like she said President Trump was driving the Beast after his speech at the Ellipse. The Beast is apparently the limousine. Now, it looks like, actually, President Trump was in the presidential SUV. So there's no way that he could have grabbed that steering wheel or grabbed Bobby Engel around the neck. So we have something right there disproving it. And how do we know that? Well, we have pictures from January 6th showing that President Trump was not driving in the Beast, the presidential limousine, but he was driving in the SUV. We can see it right here. Also, that Secret Service agent who was supposedly grabbed around the neck by President Trump, who Jody Hunt suggested should come in and testify. They are definitely willing to come in to testify, and they have specifically denied these accounts from Cassidy Hutchinson. Also, we have another bit of information. There was a note that was written that Cassidy Hutchinson testified she was the author of. However, before she testified, another man came in and testified to say that he was the author of that note. So it looks like somebody lied to this committee. And it looks like Cassidy Hutchinson gave fabricated information that was handed off to her. Now, the fact that she testified after someone else already testified to authoring that note means that the January 6th Unselect Committee received known fraudulent information because those two things are mutually exclusive. You can't have two different people writing the same note, and you already had one person come in and testify that they were the author. So as soon as Cassidy Hutchinson told the Committee, and believe me, she would have told them before coming in to testify publicly, they should have known that that note was written by someone else and that the content of Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony was most likely totally fraudulent. Now, we're going to get back to something in regards to Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony, but remember the clip that I played you at the beginning, Jesse Waters talking about an unnamed third co-conspirator. Well, right around the time that Jesse Waters' report came out, Devin Nunes put this picture out on Truth Social in regards to this supposed carjacking President Trump was trying to engage in with the Secret Service in a vehicle he wasn't even traveling in. And he posts a picture of him and President Trump doing the thumbs up. In the background are these three candles, three candles, third unnamed co-conspirator. Well, Julian's rum, put together something very interesting. Earlier on in the January 6th committee, President Trump had posted this on Truth Social, saying, Cheney conveniently left out the snippet in my speech to go peacefully and patriotically. Isn't she disgraceful? Well, he misspelled Cheney's name. It's C-H-E-N-E-Y. And he put three question marks at the end of this truth. Well, Julian's rum, who is uh, incredibly astute, you should be following him if you're not, found that Cheney, this misspelling of Cheney, actually means candle maker. Now, I said Ray Chandler could potentially be that third co-conspirator. Well, Chandler also means a person involved in making or selling candles. Now, here is the sauce on both of those. Chandler and its various spellings is a family name that originated as an occupational surname in medieval England. It applied to a person involved in making or selling candles. And then Cheney... Here is the meaning of that, a baby girl's name that means candle maker. So we have two things pointing to candles. We have the Devin Nunez post showing three candles in the background, and we have the announcement publicly on Jesse Waters' program last night that there is a third unnamed co-conspirator. Do these things have anything to do with one another, or could they simply be coincidences? I don't know. But if we're going to work out this exercise, the theory that Cassidy Hutchinson potentially was injected into the January 6th commission to give bad information let's just take a look at the content of this post that we received in the middle of the night last night we are asked a question what is at stake and who has control surprise witness what is at stake nothing less than the future of our country and who has control well we've always been told white hats are in control surprise witness who was surprised Who will be surprised? Perhaps who was surprised? That would have been the January 6th committee. And I also think they are the ones who are going to be surprised in the end. Use your logic. This is a new turn of phrase, and I'm going to talk about that in a moment. Can emotions be used to influence decisions? Clearly, they can. The people on the January 6th committee and this criminal cabal that is trying to keep Donald Trump out of office hate him so much they're willing to go to any lengths to ensure they reach their goals. How do you control emotion? By continuing to fan those flames of anger. Define plant. Well, a plant is someone who is inserted into a situation just like this. How do you insert a plant? Well, you take advantage of someone's emotions to get them to accept whatever they're being told. Can emotions be used to insert a plant? The answer is clearly yes. Now, who is Cassidy Hutchinson? Cassidy Hutchinson is the plant. And, of course, trust the plan. Now, that new turn of phrase that I mentioned, Ultramaga Magnus at White Lotus on Truth Social, tagged me earlier today and said something that was similar to what I said the other day. We have this new turn of phrase. Use your logic. Use your logic is not the phrase that was used in the past. However, use logic was 17 times in the past. So we have two possible options here. Either we have an imposter who is seeking to uh, emulate our favorite Anon. Or, we have a person from the team who previously wasn't using this account to post, and therefore the language that they're using is just slightly different. Now, if we take a look at the comments on this, I was tagged as well as Archive Anon. Archive Anon makes a good point. If I was trying to post what our favorite Anon would say, I would have said, use Logic. I would have used the exact same phrase. The fact they aren't mimicking the drops makes me think it's just a new person from the team. Black Hats would presumably try to mimic, and I absolutely agree with that. Now, in the last several days, it's also worth mentioning, uh, Jim Watkins came out, did a short video explaining that the hash for Q's trip code had been whitelisted. So despite the fact the salt had changed for everyone else, and when they posted, a new trip code would appear when they used their passphrase, the same wouldn't happen for Q, meaning that the original trip code would be the same, even though everybody else's had changed. So I have no reason to believe that Jim Watkins would be lying about this. Perhaps we're not going to get that confirmation that I mentioned the other day until that trip changes again. We'll have to go ahead and see. But I have to say, uh, I am leading closer and closer to the idea that this is, in fact, legitimate. But if we're going to state that conclusively, the only way we can do that is through the evaluation and investigation of the information that's being presented. We have to use our discernment. That is the only intelligent way to go about it. So just using our discernment, we have these two possible options. And to me, the only way that we're going to know for certain is if we get full confirmation. Now, that confirmation has yet to come. But it's certainly something that I'm going to keep looking out for. Now, let's talk about that discrediting, not only of the January 6th committee, but of the mainstream media. The mainstream media also deeply hates President Trump, and that includes people at Fox News. Now, Fox News, CNN, a number of other mainstream media sources, they absolutely bought what Cassidy Hutchinson said, hook, line, and sinker. We have Brett Baer saying that the testimony was jaw-dropping. We have Fox Fox News host Geraldo Rivera fawning over Brett Baer's commentary on this, saying that it was fair, accurate, complete, and balanced, with Rivera also calling Hutchinson's testimony damning and a bombshell before saying that she deserves a presidential medal of freedom. I don't know that I would go that far. So at the same time that Fox News is completely falling all over themselves to praise Hutchinson for this secondhand testimony, we actually had CNN admitting this Live and on the air, Jake Tapper and Jamie Raskin were having a conversation about it. And he said, as of right now, it's hearsay. And Raskin, of course, has to admit it. So perhaps this testimony is not the bombshell that Fox News would have you believe. And if there was anyone out there in the mainstream media that needed to be fully exposed, because we've already done it with CNN, we've already done it with MSNBC and every other mainstream news source... It's certainly going to be Fox News. Fox News has been destroying their own reputation for a very long time now. And there's only a couple of hosts on there, in my opinion, that are even worth catching clips of. But it looks to me like Fox News destroyed themselves last night and the January 6th committee destroyed themselves as well because they accepted testimony that they should have known was fraudulent. And it's going to get even worse for them when the Secret Service agents come forward to testify before them under oath, stating that the claims of Hutchinson, the secondhand claims of Hutchinson, are completely and totally fabricated. And we wouldn't have gotten here if it wasn't for those emotions that allowed them to influence their decisions. If the January 6th committee and the people who hated Donald Trump weren't so full of hate, then they wouldn't have been able to be taken advantage of. And they wouldn't have been able to insert Cassidy Hutchinson into the January 6th committee hearings to destroy them with fake testimony. If the goal of what we're doing is to wake up the entirety of America, then we have to expose both sides of the media landscape. We have to expose both sides of the political spectrum. This is not truly a fight of right against left. This is a fight of good against evil. And the only way we can get there is if these people are put on full display for the hypocrites, the liars, and the criminal conspirators that they are. Just because we know that Fox News is not reporting in our best interest, and the same with every other mainstream news platform out there as well, it doesn't mean that the rest of America is aware of it. We are convincing people on the left and the right that President Trump never committed any crimes, that the January 6th committee is a witch hunt, and that both sides of the media are lying to them. If they're lying to them, then why? Because they don't have their best interests in mind and they are working instead for the criminal cabal that is seeking not only to destroy President Trump, but also to destroy America as we know it. You know, someone sent me an email yesterday asking the question, if we have all the evidence that the election was stolen, if we already know that President Trump did nothing wrong, then why is it necessary to convince the rest of America of the exact same thing? Well, my friends, there's no way that the rest of America are going to accept the truth unless they come to it themselves and they realize what's actually happening. Remember, the same mainstream media, right and left, are the ones that are covering right now for the January 6th committee. This is the same mainstream media that covered for the stolen election in 2020 and it's the same mainstream media that covered for Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, and every single other co-conspirator out there at the same time. We have a vast network of criminals that have infiltrated not only the American government, but also every annal of the media, and as I've said many times before, business and banking as well. There is no limit to their criminal ends. They will do or say whatever they need to ensure the survival of themselves and their criminal enterprise. And we have to show the rest of America, every single American man, woman, and child, just how badly they've been lied to and the crimes and lies that they've been subjected to. This is not something they're going to accept unless they themselves know it and truly believe it. So although it may be taking longer than people like, although it may not be happening in the way that you want, just know that it's happening exactly as it must. It had to be this way. All right, guys, I want to thank everyone for joining me. As always, this has been Red Pill 78. My name is Zach Payne, the Corruption Detector, and this was another edition of Red Pill News. Good luck, everyone, and God bless.